Welcome to EO Audio, the East Oregonian's podcast. It's Tuesday, November 24th, 2015, and on this week's episode, entertainment columnist J.D. Kendall sits down with Baha'i musician Dan Howe, who took sacred text from his faith and set it to acoustic background music on his newest album. be forgotten my grace to thee is plenteous it cannot be veiled my love has made in thee its home it cannot be concealed my light is manifest to thee it cannot be obscured And you're listening to a new track from Dan Haug from his uh, new double album, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a double album uh, of uh, uh, Hidden Words. Uh, or is it Hidden Arabic Words? It's Hidden Words, yeah. Okay. There's actually two sets of them that were written. The first was originally written in Arabic and the second in Persian. Oh. And the ones that I set to music are all the Arabic ones. Oh, we should probably probably back up and explain yeah. to our listeners what, yeah. what exactly we're talking about. So uh, uh, Dan Haug is um, of the uh, Baha'i uh, faith. It is um, the Abrahamic uh, religion. Would that be um, it's uh, Well, it, it's related to Islam uh-huh. in the same way that uh, Christianity is related to Judaism. Okay. And that the founder, the person we believe was a prophet, was Muslim. I see. Um, so. And you took a, uh, a, a sacred text from the Baha'i faith and you, um, uh, I guess you could maybe say it's like analogous to... Uh, the um, the book of Psalms, yeah, you know, yeah. In Christianity and the, yep. the Bible, um, and uh, you set it to uh, music and uh, harmony. Uh, yep, yep. So yeah, it's um, uh, the founder of the Baha'i Faith. His title is Baha'u'llah, which just means the glory of God. It's a Persian title, and um, he wrote um, these. Uh, uh, these writings that are written in a style it's 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 traditional kind of persian style and it's as if it's god talking to you mm-hmm. so they're all like first person um god speaking to you um and so uh and and they I, they're very poetic and use very a lot of illusion and imagery and so they lend themselves to be set to music i think um, so yeah, I just, I got excited about it, um, a couple of years ago and I had, was just wrapping up my other job and moving on to try different things. And so I decided I'd go ahead and, and try to set some of them to music. And once I got going, I just kind of kept rolling and there's 71 pieces that I actually composed for this. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying. It's, it's kind of like double album. Uh, <laughs> you, you, have, you have that many tracks, but they're all like relatively short, like, yes. you know, maybe one yeah. One to the three minutes. Yeah. So it, it, it ends up being a little over two hours of music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Huh. And so um, how, how did you uh, record these uh, pieces? 
so I just have I, I've been playing around with recording at home mm-hmm. um, for uh, probably close to fifteen years now, um, and so I have a simple uh, USB recording device that works with Pro Tools, runs on my PC, and I've got a couple mics, and uh, and so I what I did was actually I recorded most of these as I was composing them. Um, and then I went back and cleaned up stuff later. And honestly, the recording quality is, is pretty much a demo quality. It's not super high quality. I obviously I'm not a professional. I don't know what I'm doing. But they sound okay. And and there were enough people who I know who were interested in getting them that I wanted to make them available. So I went ahead and just put them out there. Hmm. And and you have them available uh, on the Internet? Yeah. So I ended up publishing them through CD Baby, mm-hmm. um, which means you can buy them at Amazon or iTunes or any of those traditional online sources. You can get them on Spotify. You can also listen to them for free on SoundCloud. Um, and I'm I'm sure there are other sources. There were like 50 sources, but yeah, those oh. are the major ones. So, so the uh, the recordings that you made, it's uh, it's fairly fairly stripped down. It's it's just your voice and guitar, and then you you also multi-track uh, yeah. additional uh, harmony voices yeah. on top of that. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, w- would you care to give us a uh, um, a brief, you know, t- <laughs> un- unplugged performance as it? W- yeah, no problem. <laughs> would be. Um, so I'll, I'll, um, I actually made a list of like six of them I can do, but I don't, that may be more than you want to hear, but I'll start with the very first one. Cause it's kind of a nice little message and it's easy. Sure. So. O son of spirit, my first counsel is this. Possess a pure, kindly, and radiant heart. That thine may be a sovereignty. Ancient, imperishable, and everlasting. O Son of Spirit, my first counsel is this. Possess a pure... Kindly and radiant heart That thine may be a sovereignty Ancient, imperishable, and everlasting 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 Thank you, Dan. Sure, no problem. Um, so how, uh, have you performed these songs uh, live that much? These I've done them a little bit, actually. So obviously, you know, these are the type of things that you know, a general audience is not going to be hugely interested in. But mm-hmm. so um, 
I attend some Baha'i events, like there's a summer school we do um, every year in southwestern uh, Washington. And actually last year, not not this last summer, but the summer before, um, it just happened that one of the classes was focusing around these the hidden words. And um, they brought in a musician named uh, Red Grammar, who's a, who, he's won a Grammy Award, actually. He does children's music mostly. It's also a Baha'i. And he was going to sing a bunch of these hidden words, and it got down, and he hadn't been able to compose some. So he actually asked me if we could do some of mine. So um, about half of the ones that we did were ones that I had written. And so we did them there. And I've, I've played them at various other venues. Actually, the, I sing in the Pendleton's Men's Chorus. Mm-hmm. And in the concert last spring, um, Bill Macklin asked me if I'd sing one of them. Yeah, I, I remember that. Um, so, yeah, so that was fun. And actually, um, I just got back from a trip where I went to the Baha'i International Center in Israel, and I was asked to sing one there, actually, at the opening of a talk someone did. So, oh, so wow. I've had a nice opportunity to sing them around. Oh, so, very cool. Yeah. Um, so earlier, we uh, you mentioned that there there are two volumes of Hidden Words. There was first volume, which was originally written in Arabic, and then a second volume in Persian. So. Yeah. Are you, are you planning on tackling the the second volume? Well, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna wait and see. Actually, what I'm I, I'd like to play these ones a little bit more. I'm actually trying to trying to I'm putting together a couple of short kind of devotional half hour to forty five minute sets mm-hmm. to sing, and I'm gonna offer to go around and travel around the area and do them for Baha'i communities um, before I try to tackle any more composition. I, in some ways, I feel like. Uh, if I start it too quickly after I did the last set, I just feel like they're going to all sound the same after a certain point. So maybe I need to give myself time to learn some new things and get a different perspective before I go back and try to do something like that again. So, well, What was the most difficult part about um, uh, working on these songs? Um, you know, the hard – in some ways this was a really good process for me because I think every, anybody who – engages in creative creative activities tends to be very critical of themselves and because i was trying to do 71 of these and i was trying to do it in about three months i didn't have a lot of time to be critical so what i do is just get up every morning and so putting aside that criticality or is that really a word i don't know um was probably the hardest (laughs) thing yeah um but so what i eventually did was i would just get up and i would i would compose one i would record it first thing in the morning um, and it would usually take me three or four hours to do that. And then I would just walk away from it. And I went and did all of them like that before I came back and listened to them. And there were there were about a half dozen that I really didn't like. And so I trashed them and did new versions of them after that. Hmm. But for most of them, I was like, you know, I, I, I think it's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like a really amazing exercise. I wish I could... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Be, be be devoting that many uh, hours uh, to my days on a regular basis to yeah writing and recording. I was really lucky that I had the opportunity to do that, um, you know. And I I don't have uh, a lot of musical training, so it was a real growth experience for me um, personally. Have, have you you've written other songs before though? Yeah, I've I've written quite a. I've been you know I I started making up songs when I was twelve years old, so. I've, but generally it's just been when I've been moved to do it. So, you know, if often it's when I have a life changing event or something, or I'm struggling with something, I'll write a song and it makes me feel better. So I've written, I've probably written, I don't know, 50 or 60 songs over the years. Um, 
but I never sat down and tried to systematically do it. So um, it's kind of a different beast, I think. So have you tried uh, composing uh, new original songs since uh, you completed this project? I've written a few. I've written uh, like three or four, but I haven't tried to do it systematically the way I did on this. That that would be something I might try to do next, uh, though. Um, I think in some ways, I I don't know, you know, um, They Might Be Giants Mm -hmm. writes a song every day. I mean, they have kind of this thing. They used to have a phone line called Mm Dial-A-Song. Where you could just call up and hear hear the song they wrote that day every day if you wanted, ah. um, and I always thought that would be a really uh, challenging and kind of cool thing to do. But uh. yeah, and and they're a band that's uh, known for um, composing you know lar- large bodies of songs yeah. you know with a you know uh, with a running theme you know like pro- probably the ones that most quickly come to mind are their children's albums like yeah. you know, here come the ABCs and. Uh, yeah. And no, and they've got uh, the songs for the fifty states. Mm-hmm. Where they actually wrote, I think, sixteen songs for states. And they wrote one. They had one called the Venue Songs, where they were touring, and they wrote a song for each venue where they mm. where they played. It's uh, yeah, kind of cool stuff. But yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, you want to uh, play one? Play one more for us? And sure. Lead us out. Um, do you? I, I so I actually. Some of them are more upbeat, so okay, maybe well. <laughs> I'll do kind of a loud, upbeat one here. Okay, sure. That's, if, yeah. if you want, just to yeah. get a different feel. Well, so Yeah, high energy note. Yeah. Oh, son of being, with the hands of power I made thee. And with the fingers of strength, I created thee. And within thee have I placed the essence of my light. Be thou content with it. And seek not else, for my work is perfect. And my command is binding. O son of being, with the hands of power I made thee. And with the fingers of strength I created thee. And within thee have I placed the essence of my light. Be thou content with it, oh ho. And seek not else, for my work is perfect, and my command is binding. Question it not, nor have a doubt thereof. All right. <laughs> so yeah, different feel, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I could almost uh, hear hear a full rock band playing behind that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those things where I think. A lot of people think religious music is quiet. And the first one I did was very quiet and sort of contemplative. contemplative. But I, I think there's a lot of power in it as well. So mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Anyway. All right. Well, Dan Haug, I want to thank you for uh, coming on the, uh, the EO podcast. And um, so if folks want to find, uh, find uh, Hidden Words, what is the best place to find it? Um, I have a web page, danhaug.net. Ah, okay. D-A-N-H-A-U-G.net. And it's a blog, so there's a lot of stuff on there. But 
has links easy. to the music. Yeah, it's easy to find links to the music. All right. So th- thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Th- thanks for being on. All right. All right. See you guys later. 